You are now listening to the London International Christian Church Podcast. in 2001 um, and prior to that our marriage was pretty messed up um, so we're going to share a little bit about uh, our lives and uh, also share about uh, what we think uh, a life of impact would be in a marriage um, marriage is the backbone of the church it's the symbol of family instability your roles in the church are extremely important. Singles, what most singles want to do? They want to get married. And who are they going to look to as the model? You. And it's so, so important. Um, the husband and wife, it's an opportunity to, to show love, the love of God. It's ordained by God in marriage. It's an awesome thing. Uh, it's also uh, an opportunity to have children. For those who can have children, desire children, you have children. And children grow up to be disciples. They also have friends. And friends have parents. An opportunity to reach out to our communities. Uh, you have jobs. You're stable. You have to manage your finances. You have to manage your life, your wife, your husband, your situation. You have to manage all of that. Uh, and you're showing responsibility. Marriage is an incredible thing. So I think it's very important uh, that we define what the, the, the title is, God Almighty Reigns with Impact. So why don't we define each of those, that living a life that, uh, through God that has an impact. Uh, first, turn your Bibles, if you would, to Ecclesiastes 4, and, and I'll go ahead and speak a little bit about uh, the definitions here. The life, what is life? Life, you're alive, as opposed to being dead, not moving, right? There you go. Right? We talked about that. What's, what's kindness? Be kind. Uh, you know, but really, it, it's a living organism. It's something that's alive. Your life, the Bible says that we're just a mist. We're a breath in God's eyes. Our life is so short. We need to take advantage of every opportunity Amen. to have a life of impact for God yeah. and his kingdom. What does it mean to reign? It's royal rule or authority. 
sovereignty. The period during which a sovereign occupies the throne. And we know that with God, that's forever. Amen. It's a dominating power or influence to have control, rule, or influence of any kind. And what about impact? To have impact or a strong effect on. The act of one body, object, etc. Striking a collision. You ever think about your life of impact? You're colliding. You're interacting with somebody else. And sometimes you're colliding with somebody else. Or other forces. The force with which one thing hits another. Two objects colliding. The impression made by an idea, a cultural movement, a social group to drive or press an object firmly into another. Having a life of impact for God. So questions as we start the the discussion. First, I want to thank... uh, uh, Prisca and Philippe and Oleg and Aliona for sharing their hearts Amen. about marriage. Uh, I, I love marriage retreats and opportunities to talk about marriage Amen. because, uh, as Denise, as I mentioned, Denise and I didn't have a great marriage. Uh, we came into the kingdom. We've been married 19 years. We came into the kingdom seven years in, and we were ready to call it a day. I was 40. Denise was 25. No, just kidding. I was 40. <laughs> Denise is a little younger than me. There's an eight-year difference. I'll let you figure that out. Uh, and uh, it, was, uh, it was very challenging. Uh, we met at Nike. We met in an email class. That's how old I am. Uh, there was an email class, learning how to you know, do emails at Nike. And uh, Denise and I met in that class. There were two, two chairs, one next to me, one in the back. And uh, two left over, and Denise decided to sit next to me. And then after that, she wouldn't leave me alone. I'll tell you the real story after. There's always two sides to the story. Proverbs 18, 17, it's biblical. If if stalking was back then, if it was a term, it would probably be me. Inspired by uh, by Blaze, though, and his love for Patricia. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I, I would, I definitely pursued Denise. Um, and that's a whole other story. Yeah. Here we are before you. But it, if it wasn't for God, we wouldn't be here. Uh, we're, we're very, very grateful. Um, so a couple questions for you. Are you living a life of impact for God through Jesus? Are you aware that the world, others, are trying to move you in their position? Are trying to impress on you the worldly way? As Philippe mentioned about adultery, the world is pummeling us with that message. It's okay. What position are you trying to move to? Or are you even trying? Come on. Are you positioned to stand firm for Christ, or are you getting run over? What do you stand for? Do you stand for anything? Do you want to have a life of impact? God wants us to have a life of impact. We're either not impacting the world for God, 
or impacting, excuse me, impacting the world for God or impacting the world for the world. It's a choice. So with that said, uh, there are a couple things that are very important. Uh, Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9. This is, uh, Denise and I uh, are very fortunate to do marriage counseling. We, we love to do it. Um, we've had a number of people in our lives that we've impacted, and uh, fortunately they're still married. That's a very positive thing. Uh, and one of them, Jason and, and uh, Sarah Dimitri that are, that are here today, uh, they're, they're an incredible couple. But we learn so much about God, about each other, about marriage, about God's plan for us. Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9, this is the theme scripture. Two are better than one. Amen. Why? Because they have a good return for their work. If one falls down, his friend can help him up. Yeah. But pity the man who falls down and has no one to help him up. And if two lie down, they'll keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? The one may be overpowered. Two can defend themselves. A cord of three strands is not quickly broken. Yeah. God wants us to have an awesome marriage. Two is better than one. But we need to understand also, um, in 1 Corinthians, I'll I'll turn there very quickly. Um, Our our lives are divided. Um, That's just the way it is. When we get married, our lives are divided. In 1 Corinthians 7, verse 25. Now, uh, about virgins, I have no command from the Lord, but I have judgment as one who by the Lord's mercy is trustworthy. And he goes on to say in verse 28, but if you marry, you have not sinned. For virgin marriage, she has not sinned. But those who marry will face many troubles in this life. And I want to spare you this, but it's a choice to get married. This is Apostle Paul. He didn't marry we will have troubles, challenges, their health issues, their financial issues, their children. They're just the troubles of marriage. Can anybody relate to that? Or is everybody trouble free? If you are, come on up. So we're all going to have challenges. In verse uh, 33, it says, But a married man is concerned about the affairs of the world. How can he please his wife? In 34, it says toward the end, How can she please her husband? 35, I'm saying this for your own good, not to restrict you, but you may live the right way in undivided devotion to God. Um, We will be divided in our lives. Just know that. So it's very important that we stay close to each other so that we can have the greatest impact. In The first thing for for us, a life of impact requires focused attention. We have uh, just three points. One, life of impact requires focused attention. Mm -hmm. Number two, a life of impact requires unity. Mm -hmm. And number three, life of impact in practice. And we'll just have some some, um, practicals. In uh, Colossians 3, please turn over to Colossians 3 with me. We need to set our hearts and set our minds on our marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm. To be focused. In verse 1, Colossians 3, verse 1. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts, your emotions, your motives, your, your feelings on things above, on God. Where Christ is seated at, seated at the right hand. Set your minds, your thoughts, your, your ideas in your mind. <clears throat> set, set them on above, 
not on earthly things. Why? For you've died and your life is now hidden with Christ God. Christ and God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. It's very important that you understand in marriage, you need to set your heart and your mind. Uh, For Denise and me, when we first got married... It wasn't going well. It was great initially, but I moved. I worked for Nike. I moved right down to Argentina. The next day after we got married, moved down to Argentina. My love turned from my wife to my job. And Denise was in a foreign country in the middle of nowhere all alone. And it was really hard for her. Three years later, still married, we moved to Taiwan. Uh, And we we had a miscarriage, we lost a child. God was pummeling me, pummeling Denise to seek him. Uh, It was very challenging in our marriage, and we were ready to call it quits. But God had a plan. Somebody reached out to us. He was married, excuse me, he was baptized in the Philippines, an American guy, and he moved back to the States. So we're products of world evangelism. So when we talk about we're going to evangelize the world in this day, it is very near and dear to our hearts. When the kingdom was blowing up, Denise and I said, no, we cannot be autonomous. This is a worldwide movement. It's a mission for God. So it is so exciting for us to be here and see our brothers and sisters from around the world. So if it wasn't for God, it would be extremely challenging. We we wouldn't be married right now. So we need to, Denise and I had to set our minds, set our thoughts, our hearts on God, most importantly, uh, focusing our attention. We had to seek first the kingdom. Our decisions had to be kingdom decisions. Our lives, our decisions with regards to job, decisions regarding to work, our decisions where to live, were all decisions based on worldly desires. No, 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 no. Based on the kingdom. I had an opportunity to go overseas when the kingdom started. And it was a choice. Do I do we go overseas or do we stay when Kip and Elena came up? If we had gone, we would have fallen away. It was a tough decision. We'll talk a little bit about that. Tough decision in the sense from a worldly standpoint. It was a no-brainer from a spiritual standpoint. We stayed, of course. Smart decision on our part. But these are decisions we need to make. Uh, the second point is life of impact requires unity. Please turn with me to Philippians 2. Philippians 2, verse 1. I love this scripture, and it reminds me much of the kingdom. We all need to have this mindset. Yes, come on here. Come on there. Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, for each and every one of us being united with Christ. If any comfort from his love, if any common if any common sharing in the spirit of any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete. By how? By being like-minded. Having the same love, being one in spirit and in one mind. In verse 5, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being the very nature of God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing, taking the very nature 
of a servant. In our marriages, if we want to have a life of impact, we need to set our minds, set our hearts, and be like-minded in our marriage and be servants of Christ. We will then have impact. The the examples in the Bible that I like to use uh, is Priscilla and Aquila. Uh, Please turn with me to, to Acts 18. Uh, I, I love these two. These two are amazing. Uh, you know, it's fun just doing a little bit of a study on them. You know what? They're always together. You don't see Aquila on one side and Priscilla, you know, Priscilla on the other doing their own thing. They're always together. That's very cool. It's like our marriages, right? We're always together. Amen, uh, Thank you, Blaze, for the encouragement there. They're God-focused. They're spiritually minded. They complement each other. They knew their Bibles. And they had the ability to teach and preach. Apollos, right? Apollos was very learned. He, he knew the Bible. And they used their home to build God's, king, build God's kingdom. They were hospitable. Talked about greeting them warmly. They, they had house churches in their home. They were hardworking and responsible. They were tent makers. They had their own business. Pretty incredible. Let's turn to uh, Acts 18. Wow. That's amazing. Priscilla and Aquila. Incredible story. And uh, verse verse 24. Uh, Excuse me. Verse uh, 18. Paul stayed on in Corinth for some time. Then he left the brothers and sailed from Syria, accompanied by Priscilla and Aquila. Before he sailed, he had a hair cut off in uh, Centuria because of the vow he had taken. Uh, nobody has to do that here if they don't want to. Mine's falling out, but that's another story. They arrived, moving right along. They arrived in Ephesus where Paul's, Paul left Priscilla and Aquila. He himself went into the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked with him, and moving on, verse 24. Meanwhile, a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was a learned man with a thorough knowledge of the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and he spoke with great fervor and taught about Jesus accurately, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogues. When Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they invited him into their home and explained to him the way of God more clearly. Apollos didn't know about the resurrection, about Jesus dying, coming back. So that's what they explained to him. Later, you see Apollos doing incredible things for the kingdom. Wow. He was a very powerful preacher. Yeah. But Priscilla and Aquila were very observant. They watched the world. They saw who was godly. And they pulled this couple into their home. And they taught them about the way more accurately. Pretty cool. So for you, are you observant? Do you watch the people around you? Do you pull people into your homes? Do you teach and train? You should be doing that as as husband and wife. Uh, And it goes on to say, um, turn with me to to 1 Corinthians 16. So this is about 
Priscilla and Aquila. I incredible couple for God. Uh, in verse 19, the church, the, 1 Corinthians 16, 19, the church is in the province of Asia. Send your greetings. Aquila and Priscilla greet you warmly in the, in the Lord. Question for you. Are you warm? When you meet people. So for Denise and I coming to the EMC, we've been trained very well by the McKeens, of course. Uh, we need to go into the, the congregate, into the crowd, and meet people warmly. Greet them. Love up on them. As married couples, that's the thing. You're considered more mature just in life. In fact, you're married. Some of them have, some of you, Oliver, have six children. You're much more mature than most. Much more responsibility. But it's on our hearts to go out and reach out to people. I love Priscilla and Aquila. They, they greeted others warmly in the Lord. And so does the church who what? Meets at their house. Do you open up your home? Open up your home. It, it's, this couple is incredible. So we, it's very important to set your heart, set your mind, be united. And we're going to talk a little bit about having, being like-minded in love, spirit, and purpose. Um, for Denise and me, we had to first love God. Amen. So the question for you, do you really love God? Mm. Obviously, do you wouldn't be here, right? Yeah. You love God. I appreciate Blaze's uh, sermon today. The message was powerful. Help me to go back. Why am I, this is all about Jesus. Have a great time with God. It's very important for your own walk because the Spirit's going to emanate from you. And then it's going to emanate from your relationship with your wife. Uh, why are you together? God wants... You to get your wife, your husband, to heaven. Amen. So you've got to be in each other's lives, loving each other. Stay holy. Watch over each other. Care for each other. Care for each other's walk with God. Protect each other spiritually, physically, emotionally. Amen. Uh, Denise is going to share a little bit about this, uh, our life and how we've grown to, to like each other. I realized I didn't, I didn't like Denise anymore. I'll be honest, I didn't like her anymore. And I didn't love her anymore. And uh, we actually went to a marriage counseling session in the world, and they said, be totally honest with your, your feelings. Go, oh, okay, that's awesome. It's actually a, a godly thing. Be on, be, tell the truth, but it wasn't out of love. And I told Denise in front of a number of people, I don't love you anymore. Wow. That's how low we went. So I never forget when we struggle in our marriage who we were before God. Wow. Ever. God has restored our marriage. And we have bumps. Denise repents, and we're okay. <laughs> changed us is uh, your humility. I'm very proud of my humility. <laughs> uh, but showing love and affection for each other. Yeah. You know, really, really love each other. Yeah. Um, and to resolve conflicts quickly. Yeah. It's not okay to sit in bumps for a long time. Yeah. Why? As it says in Hebrews 12, 13 through 15, 
bitterness, a bitter root, will grow up and cause trouble and defile many. Not just your relationship, your family, those you come in contact, watch your life and doctrine closely because you'll save yourself and your years. So it's very important for Denise and me, one changing moment in our lives, the five languages of love. Who knows the five languages of love? If you don't, I suggest you learn. There are five languages that you show love and give love. The way you give love is really how you, sh- uh, how you receive love is how you give love. Yeah. So I'm, there are five things. Uh, words of affirmation, you know, you're awesome, you're encouraged, I love you. Um, physical touch, um, acts of service, quality time, and there's one other. Yes. Yes. Gifts. Yes. Thank you, Elaine. Gifts. For me, it's, it's um, words of affirmation and affection. Those are not Denise's. Total opposite. Um, Denise is acts of service. So we went for a D time, got together, and uh, how's the marriage? Oh, it's awesome. I'm telling Denise, I love her. I'm giving her hugs. And I go, Denise, how's the marriage? Not good. I wasn't cleaning up around the house. I wasn't doing things that filled her love tank. So I realized I need to understand and I need to be more sensitive to this. So I'll let Denise share a little bit. I may have, I may have to cut her off though. Let's see, where do I begin? Uh, no, it's, it's been... Um, it's to- it is. It's totally God that we're together. It, it really is. And uh, I'm, I'm so grateful. I think if I would go on my own understanding, my own accord, we wouldn't be together. Uh, I think growing up, I was uh, very self-sufficient. I was taught to do things on my own, to figure it out. And uh, I brought that into our marriage um, a lot. And so uh, being able to study the Bible and see what God really calls a woman to be a wife, to be, um, was so opposite of, of who I was. And, um, and I, I'm a work in progress, you know, as, as we all are. Um, but I'm so grateful that, that God is so merciful yeah. and gracious to us all, um, especially me. I think one thing that has really helped Nick and I in our marriage is to understand, as Nick mentioned, what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are. And it's pretty interesting when you actually sit down and really talk about that, you find out that your strength tends to be your spouse's weakness. And and their strength is your weakness. And so once we figured that out, it was amazing how we did become great friends. Like, there was, the walls came down. Um, Those, um, I protect my heart. I didn't want to get hurt. So if he knew who I was, he might not love me anymore. So, you know, we constantly would butt heads on decisions. And so when we did that, um, my strength is I'm more uh, organized. Uh, I like things in a row. Uh, I like to know what's going to happen. Uh, Nick is, hey, what do you want to do? You know, I'll shoot from the hip. And uh, that's hard for me. Uh, but Nick's strength is also that he can talk to anybody. 
He loves to talk. He, he can express his feelings. Um, he is just a, a loving, genuine loving man. And, and I, that is not me. I mean, we never showed love in my family. We never gave hugs. We never kissed. We never said, I love you. So that was so foreign to me. But yet I wanted it, but I didn't know how to give it. And so um, through allowing ourselves to, to be one, to be through God, we've been able to do that. And it, it literally has uh, changed our marriage. Um, also, one thing I love, um, just to make a point about Priscilla and Aquila, is in the world, you hear about what happens between marriages, between husband and wife. And as disciples, and what I love about Priscilla and Aquila, is that they became examples of what happens through husband and wife. Right. And that's what we are to be. We want to be those examples of what can happen through a husband and wife being united with Christ and really impacting the world. So. So for uh, we're, we're going to share a little bit uh, for Denise. Once we figured out strengths and weaknesses, we could then rely on each other as opposed to compete with each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it, it changed our dynamic. And Denise's strength is organization. Our house is is very clean and orderly. It teaches our children that. And for me, I, I started to clean up. I started to do things. And and to fill fill Denise love language. Right? And you know, I'll tell you, there's a little secret, gentlemen. You want to have an awesome, intimate life with your wife? Fill her love tank. That's right. You know, that's that's an added bonus to this. It's not really a life of impact, but you know, it is an impact. <laughs> well, once Denise felt love, like I was taking care of her needs, she felt much more close to me, much closer to me, much more affectionate. So we need to take care of each other, each other's needs, and then you're going to feel full, and then you're able to give to others, as opposed to giving to others with a bitter root. That is not going to impact people. It will, but the opposite way. Yes. The opposite impact. Uh, so one in, one in love, one in spirit. Yes. Uh, one thing for, for Denise and me, we pray every night together. Wow. Uh, we, we try to. Sometimes it's been a long day and we'll start praying and then, you know, we're out like a light. Or I'm in the middle of a prayer and I'm like, oh my goodness. So, but we do the best we can to pray with each other so that we hear each other's hearts. Yeah. We're with each other. Challenging times. Sometimes when we're in a bump, we'll just say, okay, we can't. We can't resolve. Let's just pray. So prayer is so important. I, I, Denise is up in her Bible every day. I'm up in my Bible every day. We need to be spiritual in our lives, sharing our quiet times, what we're learning, what's happening with our kids, how do we raise them. So very important to be one in love and spirit. Love for God, love for each other. The Spirit's going to guide us, but we need to be close to God through it. One in purpose. Priscilla and Aquila moved from Rome to Corinth to Ephesus and then back to Rome. They were all over the place. They were forced in some cases, not sure why they did in the others, but they followed Paul. They helped Paul. They were a great helper to Paul. And they were teaching about Jesus. So one purpose. 
I, I love this in the kingdom. Go anywhere, do anything, give up everything. Yeah. That is a very difficult yeah. phrase. Yeah. But it's so impactful. Is that your heart? Are you only going to do some of that? Maybe I'll do anything, but I'm not going to go anywhere. That means you're not going to do anything. Go anywhere. Are you willing to move? Are you willing to do what you need to do? Sometimes you can't, and that's okay. But you have to have the heart, I'm willing. For Denise and me, um, we lived in Portland. And... um, it was a, a situation. I was at Nike, and the, the kingdom blew up. I was a young disciple. Kip and Elena came up, and uh, we realized it was a very small church. It was Michael and Michelle, ourselves, and a few others. And if we left, not that we were so awesome, there were just wasn't a lot of disciples. And we did love God. And we wanted to, to do all we could to help Kip and Elena rebuild the walls of the kingdom for Christ. And so there was an opportunity. I, was, I had a challenge at, at the company. And they were ready to let me go. So I could have left and gone to Asia and made big dollars. Or big pounds, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it was a decision to take a step back in my job in order to build God's kingdom. For us, it was important, but also it was for the kingdom. It was a choice. When you make your choices, do you make them for the kingdom or for you? Very important. We moved from Portland, the suburbs, to the city. So there was uh, a leader. Matt and Helen moved to, um, to Phoenix, and they needed... A, Kip and Elena need a regional leader in uh, the city. We moved downtown. So we moved our kids. We moved comfortable home, big home, really nice, lots of land to the city. Very different lifestyle for us. But it was a no-brainer. We, we had to do that for the kingdom. It was disrupt. It was difficult. But it was the right thing for us to do for the kingdom. Amen. And then we moved from Portland to L.A. Amen. I've lived all over the world. Yeah. I had no interest in going to L.A., I'll be honest. Yeah. It was like a foreign country. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was difficult. Yeah. We, had, um, we had choices to consider. Amen, bro. Denise had cancer. Wow. We didn't know it. She had challenges with her thyroid. And we told Kip and Elena... We don't think we should go. We're going to be a burden to the, the mission team. Mm-hmm. And Kip and Elaine said, no, we want you to come with us, and you, you can get care there. Uh, another was our children. They were growing up, going to L.A. I, and I just heard all these stories about L.A. I'm going, oh, my goodness. <laughs> L.A., Hollywood, I can just see it, bling, bling. <laughs> um, my job, I was with Nike 20 years. I'm going to give it up. Oh, wow. I told my family, he said, you're out of your mind. I said, yeah. Yeah, I'm out of my mind for Christ, right? It was a no-brainer. Denise and I looked at each other. We need to move, but we should probably pray. We prayed, and we moved to L.A. And uh, our living situation, our our living situation, we had to find a place to stay in L.A. Um, Then we moved, when we were in L.A., we moved to South Central. South Central is the inner city. To be with Corey Blackwell to help him build the, the South Central ministry. We moved from the west side, very comfortable, to which we knew, people we knew, to South Central. There was, let's just say, mostly African American and Hispanic and two white people in South Central. Uh, 
a decision, but it was a no-brainer. Um, so we think about uh, the ministry. One in ministry and one in hospitality as well. For Denise and me... Uh, I, I appreciate Denise so much. She makes the house a home. Amen. We've had uh, so much in our home. Uh, we've had uh, leaders meetings. We've had staff meetings. We've had church services. We've had so much Bible talks in our home. For Denise, she's an incredible, uh, she makes the house a home. Amen. I'm going to have Denise speak. Just no, it's, free. Okay. it's okay. I'm good. You're good? I'm good. And we're getting the tea, so we, we have to go. So, uh, making the house a home was very important. And uh, also, another piece of that, so is your house orderly? Is it is it clean? Are you, when people come in, people feel home, at home, warm. You just make it feel like they're welcome. Yeah. Um, also, in terms of ministry, uh, I know I, uh, time's getting cut, so um, it's very important also for each of us, too, to have relationship with our leaders. Right. For, for Kip and Elena, it was very important to be close to them, yeah. to have a relationship with them. They're married. We're married. But also to understand where they're going, what they're doing, how they're going to lead. We want to support them yeah. as a married couple, as married group. Um, same with Corey and Megan uh, Matthews. Corey wasn't married at the time. He's now married with Geraldine, and she's training to be in the ministry. Megan, Megan Matthews was a single guy. They were leading together. Denise took Megan under her wing. I was with Corey, but just to help them and be great support of them. We've done so many different things. Are you willing to do anything Amen. for the kingdom? So for us, we're regional leaders. We're, we're shepherds. We're Bible talk leaders. Mercy. Whatever it takes, we'll do. Amen. We always go to Kip and Elena. Are we doing too much? Amen. You know, we don't want to be overwhelmed. We have to take care of our children as well, raising our kids. Amen. And that's a whole nother, another topic. But having a life of impact, you know, are you willing to do anything, go anywhere, give up everything for the Lord? Amen. Um, we've had an opportunity to reach out to so many people, study the Bible with people. When people came to... Um, in Portland, when people came to L.A., the remnant, we had them in our home. We tell them the Portland story about the kingdom. Study the Bible with people. Do you do that? If not, do it. When you see miracles in your life, you change people's lives. When you're giving, it's more blessed to give than receive. Right? Um, as we as we close out, I know the tea is tea. Um, we want to set our hearts and our minds to live lives in our marriage that impact the world for Christ. To build God's kingdom, two are better than one, a quarter, three strands, God will change the world. And to God be the glory. We would like to thank you for listening to that episode of the podcast. If you would like video versions of these episodes, whether it's sermon highlights or interviews, feel free to check us out on our website or view them on our YouTube channel. That's londonchurch.org.uk. That's L-O-N-D-O-N-C-H-U-R-C-H.org.uk. And for all other updates and information, whether it's services, events or devotionals you can find all that on our website also once again we'd like to thank you for listening and we'll catch you on the next one